Welcome to the e-commerce merchant memo. I'm Ben Verdi Chapman of High Conversion. We're an e-commerce intelligence platform and my goal is to brief you on the fascinating tech and innovations influencing how people shop online today. This is all recorded live and I hope I can give you some insights that are gonna help you make more money online. Okay, in this episode, I'm gonna talk about RPV, revenue per visitor, and why I think it's a really important metric to measure e-commerce growth. As we know, there are literally dozens of e-commerce marketing metrics to choose from, and almost all of them measure something of value, pretty much. However, at High Conversion, we believe the most important metric to achieve growth on your e-commerce website is revenue per visitor, RPV. Uh, and to better understand why, let's first define what exactly it is. But actually, before I do that, I just wanted to give some high level uh, overview about what I'm gonna cover in this episode. So uh, I'm gonna explore uh, you know, popular e-commerce website metrics and how they interact with each other. Um, I'm gonna talk about customer interaction that can either be positive or negative. And I'm gonna talk about why, or explain why revenue per visitor is actually a composite index influenced by conversion rate and average order value to other metrics that I'm sure you're very much aware of. So what is revenue per visitor RPV in e-commerce? Business leaders typically don't pay attention to the majority of marketing metrics. They focus more on the areas of primary concern such as revenue, margin, profit, cash flow, ROI, shareholder value. In other words, their company's ability to generate more profit and faster growth than their competitors. So why should RPV be part of that class of uh, discussion strategy? Well, according to Optimizely, uh, a very famous uh, A-B testing platform, uh, revenue per visitor is a measurement of the amount of money generated each time a customer visits your website. It is calculated by dividing the total revenue by the total number of visitors to your site and is a method of estimating the value of each additional visitor. So RPV is one of those key financial performance metrics of your e-commerce sites and one of the primary objectives in any revenue performance optimization strategy. This composite metric combines conversion rate and average order value into an actionable data point. Uh, it measures the money your website makes every time a, a customer enters your, your e-commerce store. E-commerce professionals often think that conversion rate or average order value are the best metrics to use for revenue generation. However, RPV is actually poorly understood and rarely used as a metric. Uh, you may be surprised that using RPV can help increase revenue significantly on your e-commerce site. Okay, so let's just do a quick recap on conversion rate for everyone. Uh, if your goal is to generate more revenue on your e-commerce site, it is logical to think that increasing the number of conversions, i.e. visitors who buy products on your site, will result in revenue growth. In e-commerce marketing, the global conversion rate is the proportion of unique visitors that converted, i.e. made a purchase, um, and micro-conversions are defined as proportions of unique visitors that performed a desirable action on the e-commerce site. For example, a micro-conversion can be uh, a proportion of unique visitors that selected any product on your site. Uh, they may not have made a purchase yet, but by selecting a product, they moved one step further in your sales funnel. So mathematically speaking, 
the conversion rate can actually be expressed as uh, you know conversions divided by visits. The problem is that this measures uh, you know an increase in conversion rate and actually can backfire and produce a lower overall revenue. So here is how your overall e-commerce revenue is a function of the total number of sales conversion rate and the average order value. So mathematically speaking again, revenue is represented in this simple formula, conversions multiplied by average order value. Um, and you know, I, I'm actually looking now at a chart which I can share in the episode notes. But basically what, what we're describing here is conversions and average order value on the X and Y axes and the amount of revenue is proportional to the area between the number of conversions and AOV. So by increasing your conversion rate, you could neg negatively impact AOV and actually lower overall uh, revenue. So increases in conversion rate may produce more visitors who will buy lower priced goods, but it will ultimately hurt overall sales. Uh, AB Tasty, another AB testing platform, uh, wrote about RPV uh, and they accurately state that many of the metrics used in e-commerce have enormous blind spots that can actually lead uh, you and teams to make poor decisions uh, made with accurate but incomplete data. So again, <clears throat> it's often the grey areas that are actually of most value to us. Uh, let's do a quick recap on average order value, AOV. So some companies think that the key for their revenue growth is to take measures to increase the average order value. I hear this all the time. Um, that is why product recommendation solutions are so widely used. Uh, average order value, or as it is sometimes referred to as an average ticket, is a metric representing the value of an average order within a period of time. It is simply calculated by dividing uh, revenue by number of conversions or orders uh, in a specific period of time. So that would be revenue divided by conversions. Similarly to an increase in conversion rate, uh, there are no guarantees that a lift in AOV will translate into a proportional increase in revenue. Uh, this approach may stimulate sale of higher priced items, but the number of people who make the purchase may go down, resulting in a decrease in your overall sales. So again, once you start mathematically calculating these things, you, you do start to see how these things impact each other. So <clears throat> coming now back up to revenue per visitor, uh, here's a really good definition uh, just to remind ourselves again. So revenue per visitor is a composite metric that combines conversion rate and average order value into a single number. So the challenges that you had with conversion rate and average order value that I explained earlier um, we're now going to try and mitigate that by creating an index. Um, and this is, the RPV is actually calculated by dividing revenue by the number of visitors in a specific time period. So RPV equals revenue divided by visitors. And because RPV represents an interaction between conversion rate and average order value, it's actually the most reliable predictor of e-commerce revenue. Now, if we consider web visitors as kind of the common denominator of any e-commerce activity with the demand generation marketing costs measured in per visitor terms per session, uh, it makes logical sense to divide overall revenue by the number of visitors. So revenue divided by visitors equals conversions multiplied by average order value divided by visitors, which produces the following result. 
conversion rate times average order value. Uh, RPV and optimization. So once you understand RPV and uh, you know, there's methods for now optimizing this to impact sales growth. So when you're optimizing e-commerce sites for revenue growth, uh, most companies are focused on conversion rate. It's kind of the, it's the metric that everybody likes to talk about. It's a number that you can actually influence relatively uh, easily if, if you know what you're doing. Um, how, uh, however, they're, they're under the impression that the AOV is a fairly stable number that moves in proportion to the conversion rate. So again, mathematically speaking, because we love data here, revenue per visitor equates to a multiple between conversion rate and average order value. This proves that RPV is a composite metric that encompasses the impact of two key revenue performance related metrics, conversion rate and average order, uh, average order value. Uh, I have actually have some examples here which I'll share, which actually shows um, a lifting conversion rate uh, uh, also boosts AOV and RPV, which in return produced an overall revenue growth. So the real life situation is, is actually way more complicated than the formula. The interaction between conversion rate and AOV can often be negative. So one can su be successful in raising conversion rate, but still lose money. Uh, an example, we had a client that got actually a 10% lift in conversion rate, which then negatively impacted AOV and actually produced a drop in overall revenue. So you really have to watch these, these metrics. Uh, to solve this optimization conundrum, e-commerce companies should really use RPV as the primary opti optimization metric as a way to optimize on the basis of both metrics, conversion rate and AOV at the same time. So you're taking into account the potential negative impacts and creating an index which will actually protect you on both sides. Um, the example we have here is uh, using the RPV metric has you know, ensured overall revenue growth, even though AOV dropped during the time interval. It's another chart, you can't see it because this is audio only, but I'll, I'll share a link to this in the episode notes so you have a point of reference. Now, what's the customer perspective on revenue per visitor? Uh, this, this episode was actually inspired by recent conversations with clients who wanted to optimize their e-commerce checkout funnel. Uh, they were attracted to high conversions, real-time optimization methodology, but didn't really understand why we recommended RPV as a primary optimization metric. A lot of teams that we talk to, they do come in with conversion rate and AOV as a primary uh, point of reference. So there's often a period of discussion around, you know, whilst it's important to measure those things, we also need to include RPV as that index so we can truly understand conversion rate and AOV's interaction, their relationship, because they are intrinsically linked. So after a lengthy explanation about RPV with, with our merchants, um, they actually agreed upon the value of using RPV for optimization uh, of general pages on their site, but not, not for the checkout funnel. Their argument was that the best metric for the checkout funnel is conversion rate, since products are already selected and our optimization campaigns will not be able to increase or decrease the number of products and associated value in the cart. Uh, they assumed that more conversions should mean more sales. So again, uh, classic blind spot here. So we actually had to bring their attention to the fact that not all visitors select the same number of products and that the value of the products placed in the cart can vary significantly. Uh, the optimization campaign that we ran will attempt to increase the checkout funnel throughout. Uh, if the 
optimization goal is to increase conversion rate, i.e. number of purchases, then it is possible to achieve an optimal user experience that will deliver more visitors whose orders value is smaller and as a result produce a lift in conversion rate and a loss in revenue. So again, that's kind of a mini case study on, um, you know, if you don't address the RPV question on your site and if you don't understand or have a way of measuring the relationship between conversion rate and your average order value, it may be Yes, you're, you're bumping up your conversion rate, but what damage are you doing to your revenue growth? So, uh, you know, my recommendation is measure the relationship between conversion rate and AOV using the RPV formula. Uh, I've provided a link to that in the episode notes. You should have everything you need to get going with RPV. If you have any questions, let me know. So that was everything to do with RPV, revenue per visitor. This has been another episode of the e-commerce merchant memo. I'm Ben Verdi Chapman with highconversion.com. Thanks so much for listening and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.